Hello and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Salia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. First today, we're going to talk a little bit about the Russia's invasion of Ukraine. No, we're not really going to talk about the war and what we think of that. We're just going to compare it. And I'll tell you why. Because when it happened, immediately, many people around the world said, Ooh, this is going to be a good sign of uh, what might happen if China decides to invade Taiwan. Right? Politicians, newspaper commentators, many people said, Oh, this is exactly the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. Russia is big and it invaded a smaller neighbor. And the same is going to happen in the east where China might invade Taiwan. Now, the reason why people said that these two situations are similar is because of the history. Like Ukraine and Russia, their history is, is very closely entwined. I mean, for many hundreds of years, Russia actually ruled in Ukraine. Ukraine has actually been independent for a very short time. In Taiwan, it's similar. Taiwan's history with China is interlinked, just as in Russia and Ukraine, not only the history, but also the language, right? Ukraine has its own language, which is very similar to Russian, but many people also can speak Russian. It comes from the days when it was part of the Soviet Union. Now, in Taiwan, we have a similar situation. The language that everybody calls Chinese, actually, there's no such language as Chinese. It's actually called Mandarin. Because in China, every province has its own language and its own dialect. But the one that most people can speak is the one that people just call Chinese, but it's actually Mandarin, right? So that's the official language in Taiwan as well. So the language is similar, right? So people say, yeah, so these two situations are very, very similar. Another thing between the two countries, like between Ukraine and Russia, their culture is not that different, right? They have similar festivities or festivals and so on, and also... Here in, in Taiwan, we, we celebrate the Lunar New Year, we celebrate Dragon Boat Festival, all these holidays that are similar to, to those in China. So people said, yeah, these two situations are very, very similar. Just two days ago, a senior Australian politician in a debate in England said, yeah, Taiwan must learn from what happened in Ukraine and they must watch what Ukraine did and try to avoid the mistakes Ukraine made as so to avoid an invasion by China. Now, then that's what the one side say. They say this, uh, China is watching closely and learning. And maybe if Russia made a mistake, China will not make the same mistake. They'll do it differently. But then on the other hand, there are some other scholars who said, no, you can't compare the two. First thing they say is that Taiwan does not have a land border with China. So China cannot just march troops into Taiwan. There's a, a body of water between the two countries, right? And the second, actually more important thing is that for America, we cannot say for the world, but for America, Taiwan is much more important than, for example, what Ukraine is to America. Ukraine doesn't really have much that America wants strategically, right? But Taiwan's strategic position is very, very important to America. And since the 1970s, when America changed recognition to, to China away from Taiwan, and also they recognized the one China principle, right? So in those days, America said, but we are committed to Taiwan's safety and security. So they will keep on selling very high-class weapons to Taiwan. And they, they didn't actually say it, but they will not really allow China to just invade Taiwan. And over the last few years, even Japan, which is a close neighbor of Taiwan, have also said they don't think they will be able to accept if China decides to invade Taiwan. So and that is all because of the strategic position of Taiwan. So many people have asked me, do you feel nervous now with this Ukraine thing? Do you think China is coming? 
And I said, I personally don't feel very nervous at all, but there are two sides, right? Some people think that it's very similar. Some people think that it's really not, not that similar at all. But at the moment, if I look around me here in the streets in Taiwan, I don't really see people too worried. They all look okay to me. They're not getting ready for an invasion. So let's hope it stays that way. All right, let's move on to another story that I thought is quite interesting. It, it happened a few weeks ago. There was a, a book. This was not really front page news or anything. I just found it and thought it was interesting. A book was published here in Taiwan. It was called The History of Spicy Food. And it's basically the history of chili peppers in China. So the person who wrote this book, when they wrote the book, before I tell you exactly <laughs> what the situation is, let me first explain. In 1949, when Chiang Kai-shek lost the war against Mao Zedong, Chiang Kai-shek came to Taiwan, right? And he set up the government here and he said, we are the Republic of China. And uh, over there in China, China said, uh, we are the People's Republic of China, right? So at that time, the government here in Taiwan needed a word to refer to China. So they called it mainland China because they, they thought that they were also China right here, right? Now, over the years, that has changed completely. Now, most of the young people in Taiwan, and the more liberal people in Taiwan, do not like the word mainland China because that they feel that indicates there is another China, which is Taiwan, and they feel that is not a China, that is a Taiwan, so to speak. Anyway, so in Taiwan, there's actually two words in Chinese now, if you talk about the Chinese language. There are two words for China. One is China, Zhongguo, and the other one is basically, if you translate it, it, it comes down to the word continent, right? So in this book about the chili peppers, the writer wrote continent. He wrote continent whenever he referred to China. So he said Columbus found a new continent and so on and so on. But when this book was published, for some reason, the editors decided to change the, the word continent to China, the word actually for China, right? Because there are two, as I just told you. So now, because of that, there are a few very funny sentences. And I do not know why the editors did this. So now you, you say, it sounds like this. It says, Columbus found a new China, rather than Columbus found a new continent. And the most, the funniest one for me is when they refer to India. Now, India is a subcontinent. So it referred to India as a sub-China. So, so people thought, what is going on here? And then the, the publishers had to withdraw the book. And I'm not sure what was the, the, the follow-up if they changed it back, but it made for some funny reading. The people who actually read the book said it, it sounds really, really hilarious. Anyway, so that's just a, on a lighter note, is this, this book about the spices. Then another thing that I wanted to share with you is over the last few months, we've continually been telling you that there's a lot of support for Taiwan coming from America recently, actually over the last few years already, right? And just last week, there was another one, another show of support, and that is that America in the Congress, they've passed a new law. The law has many stipulations, all kinds of different things. But in there, in the middle, somewhere in the law, it says that the American government cannot use maps which show that Taiwan is part of China. So now I don't know about uh, our listeners, but for example, me, when I try to book a ticket online, flight ticket, I have to somewhere, I have to say where I am, right? And then the websites of these airline companies they give you the option, right? It usually starts with A and so and so and so and so. Then you go down, down, down until you find Taiwan. And then it says Taiwan, province of China. Oh, and that, that hurts the people in Taiwan very much. But the airline websites do that because China said if you don't do that, your planes cannot come to China anymore, right? And there are many other things as well. People who print maps, like they make the whole of China yellow and then they make Taiwan yellow as well. 
because then they know this map will be able to be to be sold in China. China will not object because it shows that that Taiwan is uh, the same as China. But now the American government has said that is not the true depiction of reality. So from now on, Taiwan must be a different color. If they want to make China yellow, then Taiwan must be green or blue or red or something else. So now the State Department, which is basically America's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, they can't have maps anywhere in their offices that shows that Taiwan and China are the same color. So that's nice that uh, the Taiwan people, of course, love that. I don't think China likes it too much, but they haven't said anything yet. But I think they are pretty upset about this because they just love it when these maps have the two countries in the same color. But that is now, that's not going to happen anymore. Also, the, the, there's also something about money being spent on incorrect maps. Because now remember earlier I told you that in the 70s when America changed recognition to China, they did say we recognize China and we also recognize there's only one China. But then the spokesperson, when they explained this new law, they said, but Taiwan actually has never been part of communist China, which is also a fact. Taiwan has never been part of communist China. Because when Chiang Kai-shek came here in 1949, that was not communist China. Communist China has never ruled here. So that is also true, right? So the reality is there's more than one way to look at it. Anyway, so that's another show of support for Taiwan. And I think that will even make the Taiwanese uh, a little happier, a little feel a little more secure so that we are really not just another Ukraine waiting to be invaded. Anyway, those are the stories I wanted to share with you today. We hope you enjoyed it especially if our listeners are from outside Taiwan. I don't think they might have all the inside information about interesting things that happen here and how the people think. We hope you enjoyed the episode. So until next week, goodbye.